I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And we coming from a basement to your headphones, barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown in a wild time. Thank you for downloading the podcast, Theanos. Now, here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome into a new episode of the podcast, Theanos. I'm Jordan Hall, and I'm joined, as always, by a man who always paints a lovely word picture. It's Eric Wayne. Eric, how are you, buddy? Good. I'm, 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 I'm wonderful, really, Hall. Your fancy dragon show ended this weekend. How 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 did you find the ending? You know, I I know people are listening here for that hot Game of Thrones content in my hot takes. I, I will tell you, I had neither uh, hot nor scalding cold takes. That's not really a, a phrase. I'm, I, I'm um, failing at your introductory comments with the word picture already. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I went on neither end of the spectrum. I thought it was good, but not awesome. Yeah. So my 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 take on it is this. I was fine with the resolution and the character arcs, but it all felt rushed and wonky because they had to get this done in like six episodes. Uh, and it really should have taken them more time. And it could have been properly developed, which it was not. Yeah, that's how I felt too. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, Eric, do you have any big personal news to announce to the listeners? Uh, you know, I'm I'm considering growing out my chest hair, uh, <laughs> so that's a big difference. No, I don't. Hall, tell us what's going on in your life. I have some big personal news. Yes. Um, I will be doing the play-by-play broadcasting for the Traverse City Pit Spitters uh, this summer. Here the in- voice of the spitters, the spitter of the spitters. Yes. Yeah, it's it's very exciting. It's it's the Northwoods League. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with it, which is should be almost literally everyone because I wasn't. Um, it is like a Cape Cod League, but maybe like a half a half a tier lower. Um, there's been some some fairly impressive names. I, I pulled up some Tigers that have played in in the league. Are you ready for this list? Yes, I'm ready. Uh, luminaries like Evan Reed, Brian Holiday. Ooh, not a good start. Yeah, not, not a, good a good start. start. I probably should have just keep, crossed that. Keep one going. Off. Keep going. Um, Efren Navarro. It does. It does get better. Okay. Okay. Um, Robbie Friend. Weinhart, not necessarily yeah. in, the, in the getting better camp. Uh, <laughs> Tom Gorzolani. Uh, okay. Friend of the show, adjacent Andy Dirks, um, Casey McGee, and then some some actual names that are that are good. Uh, John Hicks, 
Drew Smiley, um, Jordan Zimmerman, Jeff Weaver, Curtis Granderson, uh, Danny Worth, and the biggest yeah. name, biggest name of all, uh, Blaine Hardy, all Blaine. Uh, Northwoods League alums. And actually, Max Scherzer and Chris Sale also played in the league. But let's be honest, Blaine's the, the highlight, highlight there. Yeah, a couple also-rans and Blaine Hardy. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there, Stud. I, I tweeted this out today. Like, I could be calling the next, you know, future Tigers legend over the course you of the summer. You could be. You absolutely could be. Um, so yes. So, go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, you nailed it. I mean, Traverse City is both north and woods. So, yeah. I, think, I think it's apropos. Yeah, I mean, I personally didn't come up with the name of the league, but... I appreciate that, that you, you're giving me the credit there. Um, online broadcast uh, through the Pittsbitters website. I'm sure that I will tweet it out um, so you can watch it kind of like a TV broadcast. Um, yeah, it'll it'll be fun. It will take up uh, potentially some show time. Um, what, what does this yeah. mean for the show? Um, probably, I, I say probably, maybe less shows over the course of the season. Just kind of going to be a play it by ear. Um, but if we randomly don't have a, a show in your inbox for three weeks, please don't think that we're we're dead or whatever. It'll it'll just be because of this. Um, so we'll have to go like more wit per e- per each show, and and you know hard yeah, to, be we have to really concentrate it. Yes, yeah. pe- you know, yeah, it's like Will Rhymes. You know, we really have the concentrated, you know, a lot in a small size. I once saw it's Will Rhymes in a Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> That's not particularly funny for any reason, but okay, good story. Yeah, nice. <laughs> now, do you have your do you have your commentary like pre baked a little bit, like home run, like oh, there's a there's a cherry bomb. No, I. It's I, a spitter, no hitter. You know stuff like that. that. One I would use. I'm not sure that I'm I'm going cherry bomb. I feel like I don't know. I have a specific brand, and it doesn't super involve puns. Like our show involves true. puns. That's, that's true. I'm I'm carrying most of that freight though. Yeah, you, you really are. Which I I thought about like printing out the roster and just sending it to you and say, what do you oh, got yeah, for I can, me? I can do some work on that. You, you send that to me. All right. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so let's, if you guys have any questions about that, um, tweet me at Jordan Hall 23. Uh, so let's see. Last week we planned to do a show. Life kind of got in the way, um, but it was right after the Pujols 2000th uh, RBI ball fiasco. Um, kind of old news at this point. So let's not get into it. Let's just jump right to the leadoff question. You good with that? Yes. It was an event that happened. We, we all know. We all have yep. our strong opinions about a man who we don't know and what he should have been done with a, a baseball. Um, so if you were to catch a baseball in the stands of significant value, what would you want uh, for it when bartering with the team? I would do something similar to what this guy did, and that is not forfeit it to the team. I would keep it. Really? Um, you, let me tell you why, because I want to fully monetize the ball. <laughs> I want, I want the highest possible value because to me, somebody else can appreciate it more than me, especially like a Pujols ball like that. I want to get maximum dollar value return. So I would keep it like this guy, but unlike this guy, I'm, I'm, I want them to show me the money. So here's the interesting thing. The Tigers organization cannot authenticate the ball if it goes into the stands. They will not put a little hologram sticker and give you a certificate. However, um, however, however, 
I with a ball of that importance, there's a lot of video. People saw you probably catch the ball. It, you know, Tony Paul wrote this big story. I want my picture taken with it. I want as much as the French say provenance as I can with the ball. I want it to kind of be as authentic as possible. And then I am going to sell that sucker and cash in. I think that's I think that's a hard sell. I I think you would you would definitely make more money off it even on eBay than you would in what the Tigers give you. But I For still sure. don't think you're making like you're not making a hundred grand off of that without the the hologram and the. No, but they were showing me like um, somebody tweeted it at me. I forget, but uh, Bautista's bat flip home run ball fetched like. 30 some grand okay i am 100 percent in for 31 grand that, yeah, that is I mean, my answer too <laughs> if i could get 10 grand for pujos home run ball there is not much the tigers could give me that could match that kind of i'm figure. quite sure there is nothing that they could give you i'm sure cabrera is a nice guy but i don't need him you know uh giving me an awkward handshake and signing some gear for me for 10 grand. Yeah, for sure not. Um, so uh, what would you do? What I, are, you, are you trading it in? I'm, I'm trading. I'm a, I'm a rule follower. If somebody really wants it, I'm, I'm giving it to them. Um, but I would want something like one of a kind or an experience out of the deal. Like, you know, anyone yeah. can get a, a baseball signed or a Jersey or a bat or whatever. Um, I want something that like only sanctioned access to the players could provide. Um, I want to play mini golf with some of the players. I, okay. I don't think that's unreasonable. Um, sure. Maybe get to like photo with one of the scoreboard tigers. I don't know if that's possible, but I, I would enjoy yeah. that. Um, or maybe get to be like pause for a day or run in the, in the car race. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Something that, like that would be, would be good. I'd say in addition to, you, you know, should be able to do players. You should get all of those. You should get the real VIP treatment for a good ball. Yeah, definitely. I'm really, really in on the the photo with the scoreboard tigers. I'd go up there. Okay, you're not scared of heights, huh? Mm, apparently not. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. On the Instagram, I am at Jordino four. Facebook dot com backslash Podcastianos, and we would love it if you take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and now Spotify. Or yeah, whatever Spotify. other platform you listen to the show on. We are on Spotify. People have been asking about it for, for a while. And to be honest, I just it just flipped my mind. And then a couple weeks ago, I was like, hey, I should I should do that. And it literally took like 45 seconds. So my don't apologies. Don't tell people that. <laughs> oh, so hard. Yeah. Uh, what I don't do for you people. Yeah, the, the sacrifices we make. So anyway, yeah. leave us a review. Uh, screen, uh, take a screenshot of it. Tweet it out. Make it funny. And we'll read it out eventually um, to show our appreciation. Spotify is my platform of choice, so I appreciate you. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Yanos. Heading in to our next segment, I will be running down our Tigers talk segment this week. And I thought since we're about a quarter of the way through the season, I would do just a, you know, zoom out to the 30,000 foot view of where we're at right now is like i said approximately a quarter of the way season way through the season we started out good we started <laughs> eight and four eight and four so we won eight games in our first 
12 games. Not a mathematician, but yeah, I'm pretty we sure it's 12. We have won 10 games since then. We are 10 and 22 since that start. So we started good, 8 and 4. We went 5 and 10 to finish April, and then really bad. We've been 5 and 12 in the month of May, which is bad. Yeah. Not only are we losing, but we're losing big. We're getting shellacked. Frequently. Yep. Yeah. So um, we're 18 and 26 overall right now. And it, to me, it feels like maybe there's more pain coming. So let's break <laughs> down our pain. Let's talk about talk about our pain together, shall we? We shall. All right. Okay. The first reason why we are experiencing this pain is starting pitching woes. Womp, womp. Womp. So um, Turnbull is pitching tonight, and he's doing okay but he has been human a little bit and also boyd has come back to something a little bit more human because he was so good for the first for the first time what can we expect of these two guys going forward do you think i think i think we can expect a lot more specific i'm gonna talk about turnbull first i think we can expect a lot more of the same he's a rookie like Yep, yep. He has electric stuff. Um, my dad and I actually went down on what, last Thursday and watched him throw. And we'll just say we we borrowed some other people's seats that was right. right we're right down behind the home plate. That's and wise. Watching the movement on his pitches was it was incredible. Like the the movement he gets is is super impressive. Um, the the outing was kind of eh, just based on a couple of non-error but defensive mistakes behind him yes um yeah. but the stuff is there like he he 100 passes the eyeball test i mean you guys have all seen that you watch him on tv all the yep. time but there are going to be some ups and downs i mean that's that's kind of just what you can expect from a starting pitcher or a rookie starting pitcher excuse me but i mean i don't think there's any reason to be too awfully concerned i mean his xfip is kind of middle of the pack so he's at least an average, you know, I, I like to use that as kind of a predictor, kind of an average to slightly above average starter at this point, which, I mean, did any of us think that that, that was even within the realms right. of possibility going into the season? Eh. Well, and that was the that was the thing, like he was not penciled to be a starter for us this year. You forget that pretty quickly. But we had uh, at least initially uh, Fulmer, Moore, Ross and Zimmerman all in the starting rotation to start the year. Yeah. yeah and, and, and he, he catapulted Norris in spring. Like Norris was far higher on the list coming into the spring, according to everybody. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And now it's a situation where Turnbull needs to carry some freight. I mean, even if he stubs his toe a few times, we need, we just need him. We need the, we need the innings. We need his arm. So it's become a reality. He's going to get as he, he's going to get every chance and he's lived up to it. He's carrying some freight. Um, Boyd has, um, just been so excellent for the first, um, stretch of the season that even on average outings, um, you know, he, he's, he's still good. Yeah. So. He, he's not even really throwing up too many stinkers, at least not, no. especially he's... when you frame it in, in context of the rest of our rotation, like, right. I mean, he, he is fine. He's, he's not necessarily, you know, I got excited about him the last time we did the show. I thought there was potential for him to be a true, you know, an ace. We got a little carried away as we tend to do. Yeah. As being a top 30 pitcher, I thought there was a chance that 
maybe if he, maybe he's a top 30 pitcher he's he's not quite in that range but i mean he's he's close and he's clearly a building block right good um do we trade him i don't know i i still don't think so i'm not sure that my my stance on that has changed um unless somebody comes in with a you know this is a potential middle of the order bat somebody that's that's young controllable I still don't think you move him. I, th- I think you need yep. somebody like him to kind of bridge the gap between here and the Mises and the Mannings and the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I agree. Uh, Norris is Norrising, which is to say um, it's, he just has a tough time pounding out a floor of consistency. Yeah. Where you Definitely. say, okay, I know I'm going to get this from Norris. I, he's, he's getting closer. Right, he's got is some he? real good ones. I, I, is he? I think so. I, with you know me, I, I've I've loved Norris for a very long time. I am starting, even I, who I tend to be one of the more optimistic people out there, even I am starting to get to the point where I'm like, I mean, I think this just is what he is, and yeah. what this is, honestly, isn't isn't great. But I mean, there's no reason to not give him a full compliment. I mean, he's our n- number three at this point. Like, there's no right. reason to not keep running him out there. Um, and I think we're yep. going to have this conversation about 12 more times over the course of the summer. Um, right. But I'm more or less sold at this point that this is what he is until he really starts to put stuff together to change my mind, which is unfortunate because I like right. him. So the last. Um... So uh, Norris's starts, he's worked. His first start was April 21. He worked five innings, then five innings, then five innings, May 7, five innings. His longest start, he worked six and a third, which was, I would say, his probably his best start. Mm-hmm. And then last time, he worked five and a third, and he uh, gave up six earned runs which was kind of his biggest stinker lately. So he's he's still trying to find his way a little bit. Yeah, and we just have a little bit of, of fatigue with him. I mean, obviously, that that's not exactly, you know, hot yeah. take. But yeah. it just, I don't know. And so um, after Norris, we have a dumpster fire for four and five. I mean, it's just a void. Yeah. I mean, we're just trying to find anybody. So that has contributed to the, you know, we're doing things like this opener. We're trying Nick Ramirez. We got trying Soto. We're trying. I mean, anyway, we we don't need to talk any much more about that. I do want to talk a little bit more about that because it's yeah. a mess. Um, Soto, uh, he is. I know his last outing was a little bit more promising. He is not good i'm i'm he's been rushed dude he's ru- they rushed him he's up. like 25 i mean still i know that some that people develop at different times but he he's 20 like i you should be further along in your development at this point i don't know i don't i don't have a whole lot of patience there um, to me that that spot would have went to funkhauser or burroughs yeah had they been hurt yep yeah, I, I, mean, I understand why he got the call. I feel like there was a little right. bit of outrage about that. I mean, there just weren't really any other options. But he he's not um, he's not good. I, I, that's the only word that <laughs> okay. comes comes to mind. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I, but Nick, I now want to talk about Nick. Uh, Nick, yep. uh, I like Nick Ramirez. Obviously, I mean, you all know I have a soft spot for for gritty lefties. Let's not let's not you know pretend there's not a bias here. Um, but I think there there's something to go on there. You know, is he the changeup? The changeup is real, right? Yeah, 
is he then our next Blaine Hardy? You know, maybe like that's when when you're scrap when you're trying to turn uh, turn first baseman into pitchers. Like Blaine Hardy <laughs> is kind of the best case scenario. Are you okay? I just knocked over the microphone. You just get so excited about Nick like, Ramirez. Like a drunken baboon over here trying to make a podcast. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, we've, we've, all right, I've talked enough about Nick Ramirez. Also, his wife is, she is in it, in it to win it. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. You got, you got to support, you got to stand by your man, in the words of Dolly. Dolly? Dolly, Dolly Parton. Yeah. It's a, she sang a famous song called Stand By Your Man. All right. No, maybe that's not Dolly Parton. Maybe that's Tammy Wynette. Sure. People are yelling at their device. Stand By Your Man is a song. To, of unknown ownership. To be honest, I don't know that many of our listeners actually know. I think I think that's just nonsense. All the millennials are like, "What the heck is going on?" Give me All my right. avocado toast. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Um. So starting pitching, we talked about that in offensive woes. We've had some crumbling de- <laughs> defense, but starting pitching injury and offensive woes to me are the two main factors in our slide. Um, I would like to point out there has not been much power for Mr. Miguel Cabrera or really anyone, but aside from Ronnie Rodriguez, we'll get to him, Obviously, but, but, um, is Miguel Cabrera done as a slugger? I mean, it's really hard to make a case, uh, against no, I mean, there's, He's just not – I haven't looked into this, which, you know, considering we, we have a podcast, maybe I should have. You know, those that's <laughs> potentially the research that I could have done prior. But the launch angle looks different with him. I would bet that his, his launch angle is lower than it's been in the past, which that's kind of going in the wrong direction. He's – it's not like he's not barreling up balls. They're just not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like the hardest yeah. hit balls he – I mean he – over the course of his career, the hardest hit balls that he's had have typically been, you know, shots up the middle and, and stuff yeah. like that. But the ball's just, it's not going anywhere, even when it looks like he put a really good swing on the ball. I, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what to make of it. Yeah, I worry a little bit about him catching up with good hard fastballs now tonight earlier in the game tonight he had a fastball that was up and in and he i mean he didn't hit it to the wall he just turned it around and had a really nice nice hit up the middle um but sometimes you weren't seeing that and listening to dan dickerson on the broadcast too he talked about this a couple this a couple times where uh uh baseballs that cabrera would ordinarily punish are are just getting on him a little bit more, and that seems to to, to smack of age. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Now maybe he can. He's such a savvy hitter, and he's going to be a hall of famer. He's savvy enough where maybe he figures that out. Okay, I got to cheat a little bit. I got to think ahead a little bit. I don't know. I don't think he's he's certainly not done as a hitter. I think he's going to be an excellent hitter. Even this year, he's hitting. Uh, almost 300 and he would have something he would i mean he's delivered in the clutch too like there just haven't yes. really been all that many clutch situations i mean i still right. think that he could be a run producer he just you know yeah the situation batting, isn't great for that he's batting 292 but he's got one home run 
So I, I think we need to recalibrate our expectations for yeah. him yeah, as for a home sure. run hitter. You know, maybe we're talking 15, 20 home runs. Yeah, and, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe you're looking at Edgar Martinez late career over Big Poppy late career. Right. I mean, I, I think we Big Big Poppy was such an outlier. I feel like it's unfair for Do you us. Think there was a reason, but I kid, I kid. Are you taking some medicinal? Uh, uh, suggestions that he's uh on the on the enhanced pharmaceutical path or probably what? just just cbd oil obviously yeah what is it with this oil people are talking about oh, it's so stupid i don't know you can get it at family video <laughs> i'll tell you what i'm if, not i'm not rubbing anything on my body that comes from family video <laughs> that is the like first that. place i go for my oils obviously if i can rent MLB the show there. I also want my CBD oil from there, obviously. Um, moving back to hitters, um, we have a bunch of kids hitting for us. Correct. That really shouldn't be hitting. And it really has to do with injuries to Stewart, Harrison, Mercer, and now Candelario's not hitting him down. Um, who is this just a part of baseball life or is this bad planning by our friend Al Avila? I mean, uh, I, I think, I think there are some, some signs that point to the latter. Um, I don't know. I, I have a hard time pinning all of this because we've spent a lot of draft capital in the last couple of years on starting pitchers. And that's what was been available. Like, I'm a firm believer in the draft that you have to take best player available. And I feel like, for the most part, outside of maybe Ray Rivera, like, that's kind of what, we, what we've done. It just so happens that they have all been pitchers. Um, could he have done better in the JD trade? I mean, yeah. Like, there's there's, there's nothing there right now. Yeah. Um, well, uh, to me, it's like you signed Harrison and Mercer – and to fill, per, you know, uh, as your starters, two significant positions, and these guys are a little older. Like, you don't, you shouldn't know the future, but you can expect that there's more risk involved in signing these older guys and expecting them to carry some freight all year for you. Okay, we're talking. To, I my argument was uh, long term, better yeah, plan. And they don't going know. to your your like this year. I don't know. I feel like. I mean, I don't have his stats in front of me, but Jordan Mercer has been relatively um, durable over the course of his career. I wouldn't sure. necessarily say Josh Harrison is a is a major injury risk. You know, right. I don't necessarily think that we could, you know, bank on them hitting 250 with power over the course of the year. But I, I believe that it was reasonable to expect them to be in the lineup most days. You know what yeah. I mean? Like not really yeah, Harrison's Harrison's 31 and Mercer's 32. Not... They're only a little older than Nick Ramirez. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. I, I, I don't know that criticism. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's see what else we're going to talk about. Is there improvement in sight? What are what are the reasons for hope? I think one of the reasons for hope is that More Candelario Ronnie? was sent down. I, I think that that yeah. is being willing to hit someone's ego like that. Like, you know, Evan was talking about potentially Griner going down. Um, he, he mentioned sure. Jacoby, who I, I don't necessarily think Jacoby needs to go down at this point. Um, but just no ego being safe is a little bit of a um, – specifically with the younger guys. I feel like that's a little bit of a departure from – previous Alavila um 
decision makings. Um, you know, Candelario needed to go down. He needed to go down and rework his swing. I didn't yep. think that we had the guts to, to actually do that. And, I didn't either. And I think he will benefit from it. Um, it do, happened in a lot of people on Twitter like, oh, yeah, I saw that coming. And I was kind of like, yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe everybody's so savvy it just snuck up on me. But. Yeah, I I, th I think Twitter is the smart one, and and you are the the um. I didn't one. see a, yeah, I didn't see a lot of people being like, oh yeah, Candelario is gonna go down any day now. You didn't see those tweets, smarty <laughs> pantses. Yeah, I texted you. Are we sure Candelario is good? Like I was I was you did kind of nail how that. good I, he actually was, but even I was like. I would I would not have guessed in a million years that, that they were going to send him down, at least when they did. Um, yeah. I so mean, my, my glimmers of hope are I think Nico is going to hit a little bit more again. He's in a slump. I think he'll come out of that slump. Yeah. And Ronnie Rodriguez shows the power. I think he he's going to see as many at bats as he wants. <laughs> uh, but that's that's about it, though. It's going to be bad. Yeah. I, I, I'm curious to see Stewart's development. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. Good call. That's something. <laughs> um, but yeah, out of, I mean, watched, granted when we were there, it was one of Harrison's first games back. He looked done. He, I don't know if he was still not healthy or if he's just off the pace or if he's uninterested. He looked done. Like I, I have heard over people, the course of the year done. Yeah. I have heard people whisper that they could just cut their losses with him. I think that would be fine. I mean, to be honest, like, do I think Dawa Lugo is anything? No. But would I rather see him getting the, the reps at second base? Yeah, probably. Same yep. with Harold Castro. Like, all these guys, um, they're probably not the answer. But I think right. we all know at this point that Josh Harrison is not part of the long term. I mean, yep. we signed him for, to a one-year deal. Like, he, he clearly was not part of the... I'd rather but could Willie Castro play for a couple months? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Willie, am I am I thinking uh, Willie yeah. is Willie, yeah, Willie Castro, Castro, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, let's hit some quick takes. Yes, let's do it. There he is. Um, so we have to go quick now. Okay, no dawdling, Hall. All right. So. Um, quick takes. Brandon Dixon pitched. Any yes. takes? I, I was in the house. It, when I realized that he was coming out, one of the greatest moments of my life. Like, it was... Like, here we go. He got a huge ovation. I loved it. Um, the best thing about it, he was just like flipping up little get me over breaking oh, balls. No interest whatsoever in throwing the heater. I, I loved it. It, it was great. There was no heater. How do you know those were breaking balls? He's just lobbing it up there. Yeah, I suppose that's the, the stadium scoreboard said slider. So I got to I got to <laughs> defer to their judgment. <laughs> I have never seen a major league hitter whose eyes clicked. And he just licked his lips and crushed it like it was Kanha, Keha. What is I know, his name? I know who you're talking about. I don't. I don't yeah. know how to say it. I, he he saw that thing coming and it was just like I'm gonna hit this for a home run. Like he double clutched <laughs> it and just crushed. I've never seen it before. It's like a in my slow life. pitch softball swing. I saw it come up there and I'm like, oh my goodness, he's going to slaughter this ball. And yep. Boom. He very much did. Yeah, it was fun. So yep. Brandon Dixon got two strikeouts and also got balls crushed. Yeah, I think um, one, one more time. One, I know we're going quick, but I got to slow us down. The <laughs> the called third strike to Marcus Simeon, like it that was, was it was a little bit up. Um, but I mean, if that ball was anywhere close, he was ringing him up, and it was hilarious. The the crowd went went. Nuts. I mean, there was like forty five people left there, but the crowd went nuts. That's not a strike. No, it was for sure not a strike. Not a strike. Uh, Reed Garrett, 
our rule five pick has been bad. We cut him, and I learned today he's back to the Rangers. Did we learn anything with this? Um, that maybe we should just just call it a day on Rule 5. Yeah, maybe just relax, people, about the Rule 5ers. Reed Garrett, good try. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Was it? Sure. It was a good try. Throws hard. What did it set us back? Oh, I mean, nothing. Just I don't know what the other options were. I can't imagine any of them were worse than Reed Garrett. Reed Garrett is hashtag not very good. Okay. Man, I'm downer today. Uh, I've called a lot of people not good. This is this yeah, is weird well, territory for me. Speaking of not good, uh, we talked about this Candelario sent to Toledo. We were a little surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Ramirez, cool story. Yeah, sure. About this cool. Yeah, story. I mean, yeah. okay. I think it, I think it's interesting that they switched him over. Yeah, but he's he's like almost thirty. Yeah, I mean, possibly Otani situation. It's. It's a joke. Totally, totally. Totally. Um, Greg Soto, rush job. You said no. I said maybe. I said cover that for ground. sure no. Definitely. Okay. Um, Cabrera had a little a little ouchy and sat down during Justin Verlander's start. Is this a thing? Is, is this an interesting matchup? They've never faced each other before. Is this interesting or will it be when it happens? Um. I don't know that it's going to at this point. I mean, I, I think it's a, I guess I shouldn't question his integrity, but I, I think it was a purposefully purposeful ducking of him. I don't think he you wants, do. I don't think he wants any bit of that. You're, you're not serious. I'm, Are you I'm, serious? I'm dead serious. Like m- many other players, I would say, nah, coincidence, Miggy, like you can't tell me you don't think there's some, I don't know. It could, I, it could be nonsense. I don't, I don't good. I'm not buying this. I think he had, he had a serious like foot thing or whatever. Yeah. They, I mean, that would be fascinating if it was, but. I think I he know. knows that Verlander is in, in a position to um, really toast his cookies, so to speak. Toast his cookies. Is that a saying? It is now, Gramps. <laughs> okay. Um, moving along. Why am I unreasonably ornery about Ryan Carpenter? Oh, every I, I I try to be nice, but I, I I'm so done with Ryan Carpenter. I don't want to see him pitch for us ever again. Yeah, I I'm, definitely agree with that. There, he's just he is. I mean, I've said this a lot on the show. He is he's actually really bad. Like of all the players that we've discussed and I've been down on, he is the, by far the worst. He is. A, if we signed two starters out of the Mexican League. I would be more excited to go about that because maybe there's something. Yeah, just randos. Ryan Carpenter. We know is not something. So if sign, sorry, Ryan Carpenter's family. Okay, <laughs> I I just hope they never. I never encounter them because I'm so I dog on him all the time, and I'm sure he's a fine person. He's probably he probably pets dogs and loves does, his grandma. Does petting dogs and loving your grandma make like is that all it takes to become a good person? Yeah, and putting the shopping cart back in the corral. <laughs> that's fair. That's, you do those three things. It's it's that, a fine one. That's that's fair. All right, I'll, I'll give you that one. That that does seem to to cover it. Okay, Nico Goodrum is in a slump. What what are we getting? Are we getting slumping Goodrum or are we getting good Goodrum? <laughs> um, I mean, currently we're getting thought. slumping one. I I don't yeah. know. I, I think he'll return. I think so too. Ronnie Rodriguez is raking. Is this sustainable? Uh, no, it is. It is not. I think he's better than he was last year, but I think 
I think it's going to come somewhere between, you know, AL MVP candidate and what he did last year. I think in that that very small window, that's where the actual Ronnie Rod is. That's probably true. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Now we go on to Eric's Power Rankings. Hey, thanks for the introduction, Eric. I will be going on to my power rankings right now. And here I have for you all our power rankings, numbers between 1 and 10. Okay. I'm, I'm in on this. <laughs> I like this. So I'll be ranking the top seven and bottom three numbers between 1 and 10. So, so does, this is sophisticated does, stuff. Does 10 count? Well, I have to have 10. 7 plus 3 is 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a dummy. I'm not starting at zero. These are integers above zero. Zero is a trash number. Zero is is nothing. Right. Okay. Moving along. All right. Number seven is nine. Nine is almost as good as 10. Right? It's close. There's nine innings in baseball and kind of nine holes of golf is like a half a round of golf. That's true. You know, a lot of prices end in nine. That's also true. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number six is five. Five is a nice handful, right? Half ten. Get some tally marks going. It's five. <laughs> it's, it's a good number. I like this. This might be my favorite power rankings yet. <laughs> uh, coming in at number five is two. Well, obviously. Two is is like one, but with a friend. It's even. It's the first even number. That's nice. That is nice. It's easy to count by twos. True. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four is seven. Seven's, you know, lucky number seven. Seven, seven days in a week. That's true. Yeah. That's nice. And um, if if I um, go ever have to pick a uniform number, I go with either 40 in honor of Phil Coke and Mike Allstott, or I go with number <laughs> seven because it's lucky. It's so there, there's no player... And, um, and inspiration Pudge, there. Pudge was seven. Pudge was seven. He kind of like kicked off the Tigers renaissance, if you will. I will. Okay. Coming in at number three is three. Oh, I was hoping we were going to get one of those. Good things come in threes, don't they? I mean, three strikes, three outs. I mean, the Trinity. I mean, God is <laughs> God is three. That's good. Triangles are the strongest shape. Are they? Based on what? Math. Sure. All right. I'll take a word for it. Number two, coming in second, is 10. Okay. 
10 is the biggest number between 1 and 10. Can't argue that. It's easy to count by. And, uh, you know, we have this base 10 system. You know, thanks to the, the Arabs, you know, we're using 10s. Smart. Yeah. Plus, it's my favorite position on the soccer field. Oh, the, the number 10 spot. Yeah. That's kind of the key spot. I'm, I'm uh, positive that if I played soccer, I would be a really good number 10. I, I believe you. I've never, um, never played in my life, but if I did, I'd be brilliant. You did. I'm sure you'd be brilliant. Uh, number one, you got a guess? Number one. That, that's correct. Woo! Good job. Once you have one, you have something. If you don't have one, there's nothing. And that's a that's an important jump from nothing to having something. And one, I feel like, is the easiest number to count by. Yes. I mean, that's what we teach children to count by. It's pretty it's, good. It's literally you just counting. You, w- <laughs> you wouldn't get very far without good old number one, would you? No. Fastball, that's number one. That's true. It just, it just came to me. Yeah. <laughs> this is the stupidest one ever. <laughs> It's playing much better than I thought it was when you said what the topic was going to be. It's incredibly stupid. (laughs) Okay, I'm entertaining myself. Okay, the third worst integers from 1 to 10. Third from the worst is 4. What do you have against 4? 4 is not very satisfying. I mean, it's 2 twice, but who cares, really? I mean... (laughs) I feel like that's a an apt phrase right now. <laughs> okay. Um, no, uh, second from the worst is six. Six is, you know, if seven is the perfect lucky number and the number of, of completion, six is, it's not there. It's not quite seven. And, you know, six, six, six in the Bible. It's bad. You know, Mark of the Beast, it's bad. Bad news. It's bad. Okay. Can you can you guess the worst number from one to ten? Have we done eight? Good good process of elimination. Eight is the worst number. Um, it's hard to multiply by. I mean, I still don't know the eights times tables very well. Does that come come up often for you? Well, sometimes I guess I never properly learned it in school. I guess. And um, eight gives you all these stupid units. Like you get this, like an eight ounce glass of something, and then you get, um, you know, uh, 64 ounces, right? Uh, we Why not go to the metric base 10 system? Why are we using eights? So you're a metric truther. All right. Absolutely. Eights, eights this is counting, by, counting by eights is stupid. Right, 16 ounces in a pound or whatever. This is dumb. Eight's a dumb number. That's power rankings. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcast Yanos. Wow, I'm going to need a second to recover from that. <laughs> Moving right along to our next segment, did you see anything alongside the road while you were running? I did. Um, so as many of you know that, no, Traverse City is... Um, it's a fairly well-to-do area. We have we have a lot of uh, fancy people around here, as I would call them. So when I was wherever running, there's water, you find fancy people. That's that is one hundred percent fact. Um, so running today, I passed a lemonade stand. Uh, care to guess how much lemonade was at said stand? Was this being manned by children? It was. Yep. This was, this was a child's children. lemonade stand. It was right on. I'm guessing. 
I'm guessing they're asking a buck for it now. Three bucks. What kind of bougie <laughs> lemonade are you serving that costs three bucks? Man, they better have squeezed that, you know. With organic, you know, art, artesian lemons. Artisanal lemons yeah. and uh, stevia sugar or whatever it is. Hand milked from a sugar cane vine. Yeah. Anyway, so that that's what I saw on the side of the road while running. I want to just like flip it over. I, sh- I should have. Bucks? Three bucks. You're probably getting what an eight ounce glass. I hope. Maybe it looked like Dixie cups. I mean, I think it's like a one ounce glass. That's that's lame. Yeah. Oh, so how many cups did you buy? I didn't buy any. I don't. I'm not giving those cartel runners my business. You didn't have pity on the poor children. Also, I don't have any money on me when I'm running. But here's the thing. If they were offering you the lemonade and they or they had a lemonade stand out and it said lemonade a quarter, how much and you're buying lemonade, how much are you giving the kids? Still none. Screw them. Dude, that's <laughs> that's what sucks. You always like give the kids like a buck or two. No. Even if it's twenty five cents a glass. I'm not buying nothing. Kids, kids got to learn the the value of a dollar by you not giving them any. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. This is, this is America. Yeah. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps, kids. Send some inflationary lemonade. Ugh. I don't uh, know. Okay, what else we got? Hall, we got Twitter questions. We have a we lot of Twitter questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. At uh, Maria Rose underscore XO. How many games will the Tigers win this season? Uh, well, 100 lost teams, 62 wins, uh, 60, 69. <laughs> the only possible answer. 69 There wins. you go. Uh, at Cam underscore Gerard, what are the foxes' names? Um, if any of you are unaware of my foxes, um, I have foxes at, at the campground. Um, there are four babies. Uh, I've, I've named two of them. Uh, I told Anthony Troy, I would name one of them after him. So it's Anthony, obviously, uh, Jamie, Jamie Fox. Ooh, that's good. We'll do that. One of them's name is Jamie. Um, obviously we'll Um, we'll name one after, after Don Kelly. So one is Donnie. So we have one left. Um, uh, I don't know. We could, we could put this out to the listeners. Uh, what was the um, Laker whose last name was Fox? Rick Fox. You know, Rick Fox. There you go. Yeah. Rick. Rick Fox. I, I like. I like Jamie. I'm not, I'm not so so sold on Rick. We'll, what is it? Is it Vivica Vivian Vivica Fox? There's another actress who's Fox. I'm gonna have to take your word for it on that one. But anyway. how about 20th century? All right, we're spiraling now. <laughs> um, 20th century is a good Fox name. It's so uh, if you um, have one, tweet it to us or whatever. Um, also, if you want to see pictures of my fox, check out my my Instagram. Um, they're adorable and, and I love them. They're my family. They're they're higher on my list than you are at this point. I think I think you know that you should check out his pictures for fox sake. Uh, at Eric Lloyd. And this is a good one. There was much debate in our mentions about this one. As fans, would you rather have a decade like the Tigers had from 2006 to 2015, where they were always competitive and fun to watch, but no titles, or be like the Royal Royals, uh, futility followed by two great years, a title, and then back to the basement? To me, the answer to this question is so self-evident. And yet 
is so vigorously opposed that I, I get confused. And that is, I want the decade of competitive every year, even if it doesn't yield a championship. However, some people are willing to have nine lousy years for one World Series, and I'm I'm not feeling that logic. For part of my logic is you have to get into the playoffs and be competitive to get to a World Series. Like one, you have to get somewhere first before you can get to the end. But I, I just enjoy being somewhat good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like when you win a World Series, you have an awesome moment. Like I can't, I, you know, we haven't won it in my lifetime. I don't know what that's like. Um, and it's like, yeah, this is awesome. But if that is the only good moment you have over 10 years, like, I mean, that that's kind of tough. Like, I feel like over from, you know, when I, I was, I think, a junior in high school when we started being good in 2006. Between there and, and 2015 when we traded away David Price, like, I have so many good memories from that yeah. from that era. Um, I would... I would be hard pressed to to trade that. Would I get get rid of the David Ortiz, you know, Tory Hunter going over the wall moment? Yeah, I'd trade that one. But yeah, that was harsh. Um, the rest of I I definitely agree. Like, yeah, it's it, the answer is so clear to me. I don't always get it, but whatevs. Uh, at Mitch underscore from underscore mi says uh, favorite minor backslash major league promotion uh, or day. And was Jordan finally granted a reserve parking spot as the voice of the pit spitters? No parking spot, but I have been given access to a lot that is specifically designed for employees. So, I mean, that's pretty cool, too. Fancy. Nice. Uh, minor league promotions. I feel like we've covered some of this ground. Um, I don't know. I like goofy stuff, but yeah, like, whatever. Also free t-shirts. Always fun. Yep. Give away uh, something free. And I believe that the Pittsbitters are giving away free T-shirts on opening night. If you want to go, come north. Um, at J Aronoff thirty eight says, should the Tigers keep Matt Boyd as a veteran presence for Mize Manning, etc., or shop him? Um, and speaking of a veteran presence, does a JV Tigers reunion in two thousand twenty one make sense for either side? Start with the first one. Keep keep Matt Boyd. We talked about this a little bit, and I lean keep Boyd as well. Um, it's too hard to see in the future for JV and the Tigers because both things have to kind of come into alignment, right? Either one might be not make sense and it won't come together. But JV signed a, a little bit of an extension. Is it just a two-year extension with the Astros? I have no idea. Just going to be so, straight with you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I'd have to look it up too. I wouldn't surprise at the end of his career and maybe they need a fill in and things look promising. It wouldn't be stunning, but I don't think it's something that's oh yeah, this is gonna be likely or you know, anything like that. Yeah, I for sure wouldn't hold my breath. And it's crazy. Like I read the question, I'm like, that's like a trillion years away. Yeah, um, it's, it's possible it's, to say. I mean it's two years away. Like it's two thousand nineteen right now. It's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, Jake Skronik asks, how do you suggest that he follows the Tigers in China? First of all, congrats on going to China. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, and or who are you? He lives in China. No, he lives in Virginia. Oh. Um, but, uh, how would I suggest following them? I just wouldn't. I'd enjoy being uh, in China. <laughs> yeah. You're in a different country, but if, if you really need a craving, I would suggest using the internet. <laughs> 
Yeah, and maybe maybe don't follow the Tigers. <laughs> maybe maybe follow your favorite Northwoods League team. I think that might be more beneficial. Um, and also, who are you pulling for in the Champions League final? Uh, what are my choices? Spurs and Liverpool. Also, shocking you don't know that. The biggest game in the world. <laughs> Ah, uh, Spurs, I guess. Yeah, Spurs Spurs are the right answer. Like, as a United well, fan. Well, Ajax I wanted, but Ajax isn't a thing anymore, huh? Yeah, Spurs crushed that dream. It was it was great drama watching that, them crush that dream. I'm not going to lie, but I, I was pulling for them. Um, I have... I don't. I do not want Liverpool to win it at all. But one of my close friends is a Liverpool fan, and I want him to be happy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're such a buddy. I don't know. I, I'm not sure who uh, who I'm rooting for. Plus, there's a bunch of Spurs fans on Twitter that I like. I don't want them to be happy. Um, so I don't know. It'll, it'll. I'll just watch it for the spectacle. How's that? Yeah, you don't have much control over it, so you're good. also true. People people forget that. Yep. Um, two questions on El Felino. Uh, Grumble <laughs> and says, at what point is it safe to feel that the El Felino is for real and not Shel- uh, Chris Shelton slash Brennan Bosch version 3.0? Well, I don't think he's done as much as Shelton. Has he? Shelton was gangbusters. Truly so and was it, Bosch. I mean, when he, and Bosch had when he first stretch, came up, he yeah. was bonkers too. Yeah. Um, so let's not go crazy with those comparisons. But he's going to level off a little bit as far as power goes. But, I mean, he's not – he's batting 271, six home runs. I mean, he's not going nuts. Yeah, except for the six home runs is in like a third of the at-bats of everyone else on the team. Yeah, while everybody else on the team stinks for yeah. hitting with power. It's not like he's leading – he's not like he's top ten in the league in anything. Yeah, I mean, he's probably at very most a two-war player. So, I mean, take that. Which would be worth. phenomenal if we can get that out yeah. of um, And Scamp23 asks, uh, which is El Felino better at, rapping or playing infield? <laughs> okay, so he's better at rapping than infield defense, but he's a better hitter than he is a rapper. That's how that hierarchy goes. Yeah, couldn't agree more. He is a genuinely awful <laughs> infielder, which is awesome because it gives you something like, oh, ground ball hits a, to Ronnie Rod. This is a routine play. Is he going to make it? Like... It's the little things, you know? It's exciting sport. Uh, Tim in the North says, what will be greater by the end of the season, the number of Tigers wins or the number of Game of Thrones episodes you two have collectively watched? There's 73 in total. So I've watched 73. I've watched zero. Okay, so probably still the under... Yeah. Since I predicted 69 wins. Yeah, definitely the Game of Thrones episodes. Uh, two more. At Matthew C. Bayer uh, says, how many MLB ballparks have you visited and which was your favorite? And he hopes to hear the answer in a month when he catches up on all his podcasts again. I feel like I've answered this question, but I haven't seen that many. I've been to Comerica. I've been to Wrigley. I've been to whatever the heck they call U.S. Cellular now. <laughs> Guaranteed rate field. Yeah, with the with there. the arrow pointing down, which is so appropriate. Yeah. I've been to whatever they call it in Phoenix. It used to be Bank One Ballpark. What is it called now? Chase Ballpark, maybe? Chase, yeah. I've been to that one. I've been to the Trop. <laughs> How was that? It's like a game happening in a large living room. Yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate. I'd agree with that. I went there for the one of these last spring training games where they kind of play, mm-hmm. and 
it was the atmosphere was so there it was so crazy like if you were sitting behind first base and i was sitting behind third base i could just be like hey jordan what do you think of the game and you could <laughs> like not even yelling at the top of my voice just in a loud voice like you could have responded to me and we could have had a little back and forth i'd have pretended like, like i didn't know you of course you would. I didn't but, turn yeah, to Whitney like this dude. <laughs> He's crazy. Who, who's that? Uh, so that was the crazy. Uh, baseball writers love the drop. Why? Love the drop. Because you know you're getting your game in and That's it's true. easy to get in and out and it's just easy. All right. Now you got to pick a favorite. Um, I... Uh, I mean, Comerica has the nicest, it has the best views, honestly, of all of them. But I actually like the one in um, in Phoenix. I thought it was interesting. It had the, it's got the closable roof, which I found fascinating. I need to get to some more ballparks because I thought that one was neat. They have the the hot tub out there too, don't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so let's see. I counted them. I've been to fourteen. Um. PNC is is my favorite. I, mean, I have to get there. You guys know the three things in life that I love are skylines, bridges, and baseball. I mean, you you literally combine all three of them. I mean, that's that's Pretty kind good. of my thing. Um, also, Camden Yards, awesome. Minute Maid in Houston, awesome. Safeco in Seattle, awesome. And also, they have the we watched the retractable roof retract out, and it, it was fascinating. It was really cool. Um, last one from Nicholas Holler. He says, with presumably Boyd, Cassianos, and Green being top trade pieces, um, do you try to package them up to get prospects or do you trade them separately to get prospects? Uh, separately. Yeah. The, the thing about packaging them together is you have to find a team that has needs in right field and as a closer. It like, has the exact needs. It's yeah. very specific. Um, yeah. I, I Did you see the Atlanta rumors today with Green? No, I did not. Yeah there was some rumors about the Atlanta Braves wanting to move sooner on somebody maybe like green. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why some of the teams leave it to the deadline, like getting an extra month or two months out. Yeah. Of, it gives you some value. Why, why would you not do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw somebody was floating around a rumor about, uh, a Castellanos and, or no, a Boyd trade to the, to the Braves. Um, I don't know if that was, if that was like, a you know, who says no type of deal or if it was like actually founded in something. But um, yeah, I, I mean, Shane's going to go at the deadline. And, and to be fair, Shane probably should. Like yeah. being the closer on a bad team is not a great gig. Like it just, you're not going to get many chances and then you're coming in a lot of non-safe situations with, especially a guy like with Shane, you got to imagine he has a hard time getting it up for non-safe situations. Like he's such a adrenaline junkie. Like, I don't know. I, I I would feel good for him to go to a winner, especially Atlanta. That'd be a fun. If you sold him this year, traded him this year, you certainly would be selling high, I would think. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's, he's been tremendous. I think he's this good. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's a what? 30 year old reliever. I mean, he is 30 years old. He's got a 1.42 ERA. He's got five walks on 23 strikeouts yeah i'm i'm selling i mean i i love shane but i'm i'm selling that that all day okay all right uh if you want to get in touch with the show you can on twitter i am at jordan hall 23 eric is at comeric eric and the show is at podcastianos and we'd love it if you could take the time to subscribe rate and, re and review us on itunes google play soundcloud 
or Spotify. Does Spotify have have ratings, or should I just cut that? I I, I don't know about that. All right, I'm not going to cut don't it. Know things obviously. Okay. You guys all know that. I'm not cutting it. Um, <laughs> anything else to say to the listeners before we get out of here? For the no. Night? All right. With that being said, um, we will catch you guys either next week or in the foreseeable future. Some in um, the future. And until we will not then, see you again in the past, unless you're listening to a rerun, in which we'll see you in the past. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And, and if you want, you can go back later on and, and re-listen to the, the numbers, power rankings, and see um, if they've changed. Good, good thinking. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing left is eat them up, tigers, eat them up. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.